the cards is where magic is found We've played this game before, but never quite this way It's like an all-out war with monsters and What the fuck is up, duelists, and welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. As always, this week we are sponsored by Kaiba Corp and Kaiba Corp alone. My name is Max, aka Jinzo in my pants. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I'm Dan Silva, aka Four Esperobas and a Baby. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, so this week is Battle City for real, for real. It's happened. The yeah. thing has finally started after what feels like weeks of waiting. Yeah. I hope my microphone is not picking up my dog licking herself right now. I don't hear it on, on my end. Oh, thank God. <laughs> she is three feet away from me and just giving herself a shower. Hmm. Thanks, Juno. Um, so, yeah, this week um, is at the Esperoba Genochi duel. Um, it's a pretty good one. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was... It was a fun one. It, it as far as dubbing goes, it had, it was pretty all right. But mainly because, well, I'll get to it when we get to him. But it was pretty entertaining. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like you know super high stakes. wasn't super goofy. It was just a good duel. Yeah. Um. So starting us off, uh, episode fifty-eight of the sub Esper Roba Danger of the Psychic Deck. Season 2, Episode 9, The ESP Duelist, Part 1. Yeah. So, in English, he is called Esperoba, yes? Yeah. That's just a very strange change since he's just Esperoba in Japanese. Mm. I feel like they probably could have gotten away with not changing that one at all. Yeah. But, say lovey, I guess. Um. So, the, the first thing we see, man, I... For the first time, I didn't watch these episodes, like, the day of or the night before. I watched it, like, a couple days after we recorded last. Mm -hmm. So I actually, like, have to really pay attention to my notes to remember. Um, but this episode yeah. starts with basically the entire city is shut down for Battle City. Like, yeah. the people who aren't duelists, which I guess aren't that many, but all these frumpy old businessmen are having a lot of trouble getting around because there's just, like, street duels popping up all over the place. Hmm. Uh, I don't. Th I think we just cut straight to Joey spotting a duel. Uh, so Joey spots a duel, and a tiny boy with big hair is kicking Rex Raptor's ass. I hate his hair. This tiny boy also is constantly screaming in the dub. Is he really? What? He just sounds like he's constantly yelling. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, Esperoba is an ass, and I hate him. <laughs> this kid sucks. He's like if Weevil was really bad. I hate he, him that much. He makes me think of that between his gimmick, which is that he apparently knows everyone's moves because he's psychic, and just generally sucking. He reminds me of that fortune teller kid from that one season zero episode. Yeah, he has this very powerful aura of smugness around him. Like, he knows he's better than everyone else. Or rather, he thinks he knows he's better than everyone else. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, yeah, you know, he we see him destroying Rex Raptor. He's basically able to predict um all the cards he's playing. We see basically the tail end of the duel, and he has a very tall cyborg man on the field. Um, he's very handsome, and I cannot wait to see more of him. Hmm. Um, so yeah, basically, Esperoba defeats, um, Dinosaur Ryuzaki. Um, I think we mentioned this last episode, but in Battle City, the way it works is there's the anti-rule where you give up your rarest card. Yeah. Um, and every player has sort of a transparent map card. I forget what it, yeah. exactly it's called. It's called a locator card. Right, a locator card. Um... And if a duelist gets six locator cards, um, it, they they stack them up and all, like I guess, the parts line up so that you can see a map to where the finals of Battle City are being held. Yeah. So, you know, similar to the star pieces, but you only need six instead of ten. Yeah. 
So the boy who is in the boy who is Esperoba wants another duel, and there are some duelists nearby, but they turn down. They come up with excuses like, uh, "I left my cards at home. My duel disc is on the fritz." <laughs> so he decides to go after Joey, who is an idiot. The, these these shoddy Kaibo Court products are always on the fritz. Um, one thing I do think is really interesting is that you can just say no to a duel. In you know, in other shows like Pokemon or even in other parts of Yu-Gi-Oh, I feel like that's not really an option. Like yeah. if someone challenges it, you have to accept. But in Battle City, no, you can just say no. And I think that's probably the most reasonable rule set in place by Kaiba ever. Yeah. You can but just no. leave. Just not feeling it. <laughs> I'm gonna say no to this one, Chief. If it sucks, hit the bricks. <laughs> This week we're also sponsored by the Share Zone. Thank you so much. Um, uh, so Joey claims he duels by his own rules, which are one, never back down from a fight, and two, always seek out duelists with crazy dueling techniques. Yeah, that's basically what we get. Um, his rule number one: don't turn your back on an opponent. So same thing. And rule two: always duel someone who seems stronger than you are. So like, yeah. Hey, a reasonable tactic by Genochi. We can mm. see his growth in real time, and I like to see it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, as he's challenging Esperoba, Ryuzaki's like, "Hey, dude, don't do this. Like, he's gonna kick your ass." Um. Which is kind of weird to see Ryuzaki yeah. seemingly caring about this Brooklyn monstrosity, but Genochi, being Genochi, knows when people are telling him not to do something and uses that as fuel to do that thing. <laughs> Hmm. He's not a good listener. So, uh, let's see. What happens next is we see... Uh, uh, also, Esperoba is like the first person here to actually acknowledge that Joey has a reputation as a good duelist. Because he yeah. he got the runner-up in... Ba in What's it called? Duelist uh, Kingdom. Duelist Kingdom. Yeah, no. A, a very... A small shred of, of reasonability in this little teal-haired gremlin um <clears throat> so the duel is about to start we cut to shizuka and honda in the hospital um shizuka has her her bandages on her face now that she has yeah. on for like forever from what i remember um but basically you know she wants to uh like watch the duels uh i say watch in quotation marks um honda like swiped a laptop from the nurse's station somehow i guess Huh. They didn't say how he got it he, in the dub. Uh, he, he procures a laptop. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, I can't see. I can't actually watch what's going on. So Tristan oh offers God. a play-by-play. -play. Do they make a joke out of that? Uh, a little bit, but not like... Okay, okay because... It's more in like the... Tristan's kind of an idiot. and Right. Yeah, no, that's funny because in the in the sub, it's similar. It, it's like a an avatar toff joke, kind of. Um, yeah. Honda says, "I thought you'd want to see your brother duel," and she says, "But I can't see." And I'm like, "That's a good joke." It turns out Tristan doesn't actually know how to use a laptop. <laughs> he doesn't know how to use a laptop. It's so funny. I'm like, I'm. It's like I'm watching my mom in an anime. <laughs> um. So, yeah, he needs he needs help from the nurse to kind of set it up. Um, and I know that we've taken a very strong stance of fuck Honda because he's an asshole. But, like, this is kind of sweet, him yeah. offering to kind of give a play-by-play -play to Shizuka as the duels happen. Like, I appreciate Honda for this and this alone. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. We also get a quick shot of, like, Yami prowling the streets and he hears... <laughs> Yami, ba he's back alley goofing. Yeah. He does hear something about Joey about to get into a duel, so he decides he wants to observe. Uh, cut back to uh, the nurse. She does some tech support. Uh, sets up the sets up the uh, live stream, which apparently is just like a fighting game intro screen that just gives the stats. Yeah, choose your fighter. I mean, it's like the early 2000s. I guess they don't have actual live streams yet. I'm going to take you for a ride. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, 
that's like kind of the intro. Um, we get like a sick EDM beat as the duel is starting, like mm. just like the OST of the anime itself, just like shredding right now. Hmm. Um, so the duel starting. Um, Esperoba basically says b- b- before it starts. Um, quiet, Juno. Um, he he like puts his hands to his head and he basically like reads the stars or whatever and says it's the rule of the universe that he'll win. We're starting the duel. Um, hey, guess who forgot the rules of Battle yeah, City? It's Joey, and he he tries to play a card, but he can't do it. And like Esperoba says, you cannot play this card, but it's because he he can't actually play the card under the current rule set. Right, which is interesting to me because in the last duel with the rare hunter, he definitely knew to tribute to summon red eyes. So like, yeah. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised that he forgot that in the span of, like, a day. I'm just disappointed in him, as I always am. Mm. Um, so, and that just skips his turn, apparently. Like, he can't undo his move. He's just like, nope, that's your turn. You wasted it, loser. Okay. That's kind um, of I a actually bullshit didn't... rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I don't know, I guess they assume that you have to know the rules if you're going to do Battle City, and if you don't know the rules, you are severely penalized. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't write down a play-by-play this week, because, again, I've been very, very sick for the last yeah. week. Um, stuff happens! It's a good duel. Yeah, uh, uh, Rex, or, sorry, Esperoba, like, guesses what the top card is, and Swordsman of Landstar, it's this... Oh, yeah, the freaking weird, like, I don't know if it has a good design or not. Like, I look at it, and I can't tell if I like to see it or if I hate to see it. It's like a weird, like, imagine, like, a D&D elf warrior. Imagine if, like, like, imagine Link, right? But instead of Link wearing his tunic and stuff, it's like a weird onion-headed boy. I think he looks like a a mid-boss in a Kirby game. He he, he looks very Kirby-esque. He looks like, kind of like a poppy brother. Mm. Um... Yeah, he's so Swordsman Landstar is like a little weird dude. Um, <clears throat> and at this point, I wrote, didn't Esperoba have like a bunch of little shitheads with him? Because when when they showed him for a split second, like yeah. in the little square at night when Battle City was starting, when Kaiba announced it, um, you saw his his siblings, and I was like, I bet they're gonna help him cheat or something. Sure enough, yep, I called it. Yeah. So. So yeah, it's revealed uh, pretty early on that Esperoba is using his his brothers to cheat. Um, they're up on a rooftop nearby, yeah. like behind Genochi, so they can see his card yeah. with binoculars. He has and a little, like, mic in his ear. Yugi's on, like, the roof of the next building over. Uh, there's, like, three tinier Esperobas and a baby Esperoba. <laughs> One of them has a lollipop. Yeah, their personalities are only designated by their looks and how yeah. separated they are from each other. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Esperoba does this really annoying... So, hold, hold on, I, I will ask, in the dub, does Esperoba like, make any kind of noise or anything when he reads his e- when he uses ESP? Uh, I mean, he does, like, oh, and stuff like that. Okay, because in the sub, he goes, he puts his hand on his head and goes, peep, 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 peep. It drives me nuts. I hate to hear it. Oh, it's not great. That is not great. It's like, I, I thought it was like a smoke alarm going off or something. I was like, what is this little beeping noise? Um, But yeah, so Yami is up on the roof seeing the duel happen, and he sees Esperoba's brothers cheating. He chooses not to do anything because he's like, oh, if Genoti's a good duelist, he'll get out of this. Like, asshole. Oh. <laughs> They're cheating. Yeah. I, Nobody cares in this universe. It's amazing. Yeah, it, it is incredible. There are all I we did miss a bit. Uh, so another we do see like a, every so often we get like shots of uh, Tristan and uh, Serenity uh, at in the hospital room with the laptop, right. and Tristan is lying to her about the play-by-play she he's just trying to tell her that joey's winning very well he's definitely winning yeah but and, and she immediately knows that like he's yeah. probably not winning <laughs> she knows his brother is she knows her brother is not the best duelist around yeah so so yeah we get that then we get the uh the cheating thing 
Um, we get a line, I think it's from Esperoba, who basically says, um, you can't win a duel by relying on luck. Um, yeah. And honestly, that's the entire show is just relying on luck and the heart of the cards. So, like, yeah. you're wrong there, Mr. Roba, sir. Well, you see, the heart of the cards isn't luck. It's the heart of the cards. Right, I'm sorry. It's it's a divine force beyond our comprehension mm. that we can only draw from. Yeah. Um, get it? Draw from? Yeah. Oh. So, yes, essentially, the whole duel is happening. Esperoba is, like, kicking Genochi's ass. Like, he's, you know, five steps ahead of him. He's playing... He's playing chess while Genochi's playing checkers. Yeah. Uh, and, like, Joey does, like, some grace a graceful dice roll. He needs to get a five or a six, but rolls a three. Uh, graceful dice is just, like, this card that you roll a d6 and your power is amplified depending on the number. A d6 in Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah. It's more it's, likely than you think. Yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, and then, so yeah, like, like Genochi's... Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, is this when we kind of get the uh, the cut-in from the Kaibas? Un- almost. So, like, Joey does, like... There's, like, another move, and, like, it turns out... Like, Esperoba thought he set down two, di- two separate graceful dice, but what he actually did was a graceful dice and a skull dice, which is a trap card that lowers the... the uh, the power of an enemy's card and he rolls a five for that one so so the monster which was a cyber warrior uh he looks like goldar huh a little bit i guess yeah yeah i I, I think in japanese his name is the fiend mega cyber which is Hmm. pretty good name i like it oh wait i got the name wrong it's cyber raider cyber warrior is a different card Oh, yeah. Cyber Warrior is what Tristan was, right? I think so, yeah. There's some sort of warrior. Yeah. There's a lot of cards in Yu-Gi-Oh, turns out. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of them all. So, like, so like Joey knows from him incorrectly guessing that it's because, like, he had his, his, his hand laid out in a way that you couldn't really tell from, unless you were close up, what the, what the two cards were, just that he had two dice cards. And so he figures right. out that he's cheating somehow. Mm-hmm. And, and at this point, we kind of cut over to um, Mokuba and Kaiba going like, oh shit, what's going on? He's cheating? Oh, we don't um, get this. Yeah, no, so Moku, like, and, and they're in like the command center or whatever, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and Mokuba's like, hey, we gotta, we gotta stop, stop this from happening. And Kaiba basically says the same thing that Yugi says, where he's like, well, if he's a good enough duelist, he'll be able to beat it without, without like stopping the cheating. And Mokuba's like, "You're an asshole. I'm gonna stop this myself." We just cut straight to Mokuba uh, getting, getting to the tiny Esperobas and and trying to arrest them for dual crimes. C- Commissioner Mokuba to the rescue. Esperobas two through five arrested for dual crimes, mm. forced to retire. So like he tries to arrest them, and then like. The Esperobas give, the tiny ones give this whole backstory about how, like, they're ex-carnival folk, and Esperoba, being a good duelist, allow, means that uh, the bullies won't pick on, on them because they respect a good duelist, and we get, like, a quick flashback to, uh, Mokuba and Kaiba as little babies. Yeah. Yeah. No, and oddly enough, that's basically the same backstory we get here. Yeah. <laughs> Four kids didn't really do it that differently. They're basically getting picked on. Um, I forget for, for what reason, but probably, I mean, I forget what reason. I'm gonna just go with carnival because that's funny. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, basically, Mokuba he's like, oh, I know what it's like to get bullied. Um, so I will like let him continue the duel. Um, hey, don't cheat though, because otherwise, like, you'll get kicked out. Um, but basically, Mokuba has the grace to like you know let the duel continue because. At this point, he can't like cheat anymore, so he's like, "All right, well, might as well just like let it finish." Um, and like have and 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 you know the Esperoba brothers keep on saying, "Well, our brothers is still a good duelist even when he's not cheating." So yeah, he has to prove it now. Mokuba just sort of lets them off the hook, but tells them that if they cheat again, he's he's getting kicked out. Uh, yeah. Oh, we do get a little a cut to a scene of Anzu in the park, mm-hmm. just like kind of being depressed about Yami as usual. Mm-hmm. 
Like, she's just like, where's Yami? What's he up to right now? And it's like, girl, go find him, please. Yeah. Um, um, that's it. That's like, there's nothing to that scene. It just happens. Yeah. It's like, it just oh, sort of happens. Why? Yeah. Uh, Esperoba cuts back to the duel. Uh, Espa puts the card face down. Uh, Joey summons a card called Alligator Sword and does a direct attack with it. Uh, there's a quick shot of uh, Tristan and and uh, Serenity uh, at the hospital again, but then we go back to the duel again. Uh, Swordsman of Landstar is summoned, but but has to but is put under a mind control trap card, mm-hmm. and they figure out that. That they use, he used mind control with Swordsman of Landstar, but not Alligator Sword, because he's going to sacrifice Swordsman of Landstar. Right. So the, the, their, their attacks would have negated each other and both killed each other. But instead, he wants to basically keep them alive so he can sacrifice summon. Um, yeah. It's important to note, and this is an incredible detail that I absolutely adore. Yeah. Um, Swordsman of Landstar has his face on his shield, right? Like the yeah. same kind of onion cute face. Oh, yeah. When he put, when he's put under mind control, both his face and the shield's face have like the little swirly confused eyes. Oh, that's it's a great. really, really cute touch. And I'm like, I, it made me very happy to see that they thought of like a very small detail like that. Yeah. Um, but as we mentioned, um, the, the two monsters are going to be used for tributing or for summoning rather. Mm-hmm. And they're attributed to summon Cyber Bondage Xehanor, a.k.a. Jinzo, a.k.a. in Japanese, Psycho Shocker. I, I like Jinzo. Jinzo is good to see. I, I'm i not sure I agree, but I get some real, like, Adeptus Mechanicus vibes off of Jinzo. He looks like Xehanor in Cyber Bondage. Hmm. He's like a wrinkly, bald man with, like, a Darth Vader face mask. Yeah. And like long like Cybermancer robes. He's a cool looking dude. Yeah. Um like so yeah, his Japanese name is Psycho Shocker, um and his ability can destroy trap. So basically, the trap that Joey Genochi had said earlier, Jinjo's like, "Nah, dude, I'm going to get rid of this one." And he does. Um and that's kind of the end of the episode. You know, it's looking a little bleak for Genochi. Um Esperoba's on the attack. Uh, find out what happens next time on Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, so, are we gonna do, uh, Queens of Games? I would love to! got going on uh it's been a bit of a quiet week for me mostly but uh, a couple days ago i i noticed uh xcom 2 war of the chosen was on sale so i picked that up and i haven't actually started the game like i i've played xcom 2 before but i never beat it and i'd always said like i just have to that i'd just like wait until i could get war of the chosen and i finally got around to getting it War of the Chosen is like a standalone expansion, right? Uh, it's not a standalone. It's an expansion expansion. Like, I, you, you like, get extra... I, I don't know the full details of it, but it's sort of similar to another expansion that the previous game had called, uh, called uh, Enemy Within, where it just Right, adds, I had that. It just, like, adds a whole bunch of extra content... And from what I've heard, a lot of it is really good. There's, like, poses. There's, like, a nemesis system. Wow, cool. Yeah. Would you say that it adds a whole lot of extra content? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Took me a while, but I finally made my first joke of the episode. (laughs) I hear it's very difficult, too. I haven't tried it yet, uh... Because is, mo- is the base XCOM too difficult? Like more uh, so than the first one, would you say? It's pretty tricky, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's... I mean, I know that they add more alien types and whatnot. Yeah. 
XCOM overall is a pretty difficult game series. Uh, yeah. Uh, but mostly I've just been, just been like filling out the new character pool. Just, just like putting in mods, adding new characters, and just messing around with that. I haven't actually started the game yet. Right. Well, you're one of the players who basically make the team, actually like craft the team to be people that you want them to be, right? Yeah, I mostly make like, mostly it's like pop culture figures, sometimes it's original stuff. Right. I generally don't go off, like one thing a lot of people do is like make like friends and family, but I haven't really done that. Yeah, I, I, when I played XCOM 1, I did it your way, because yeah. doing it with friends and family, it's like, I had a friend who did that, and he texts me, he's like, hey, you died by an alien, I'm like, okay, cool. It's like, when you do it with friends and family, I guess it's kind of like, um, incentive to play better, to keep them all alive, but at the same time, it's very funny to say, hey, you got killed by a, 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 a tall man, or whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a fun game, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I'm not it's... super great at tactics games, but XCOM good. Yeah. Uh, so, what have you been up to? Um, I beat Xenoblade 2. Game is incredible. Everyone play it. Uh, play with Xenoblade 1 first. Um, Xenoblade X better get a port to the Switch. Or Xenoblade X2. I don't mind. Either way, Monolith Soft, I love you so much. But what I have been playing lately is Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. It is the newest game from From Software, the makers of Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, Bloodborne, and Dark Souls 3. Yeah. The game is hard. The game is very hard um basically it's it's you know <clears throat> it's the same kind of formula as a souls game where you die a lot you revive fight bosses um is, this is interesting in that there's a lot of mini bosses in the world hmm. um they basically have like unique names and health bars and stuff um it's basically the story is you are the shinobi you're the retainer of this divine heir who's basically like a little a boy who has like this dragon blood in him who that can basically revive people. Um, hence the name shadows die twice, I suppose. Right. Um, basically, and, and he's basically, I guess being hunted down because he has the power to revive people. So you have to protect him from all the people who would, you know, want to capture him and use him. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I, I've been playing the game a lot. I've beaten, I beat the third boss today, which was maybe my favorite boss fight in any of the whole series. It is incredible. Um, the combat is super, super fast paced and really twitchy. You have to be like on your game the whole time watching for enemy attacks. Yeah. Your dodge isn't really that useful. It's only useful for getting away from the enemy, not like rolling around like you can in Dark Souls and Bloodborne. The main way that you stop damage is deflecting. Right. Like you like put your sword up in like a deflecting pose and you can hold the button down to like just block it, but your posture builds up and your posture is basically like your guard. Um, and when that gets full, you your posture's broken, and basically you get bopped big time. Um, basically, the whole game is about parrying and attacking, like being super aggressive, I think even more so than Bloodborne. Um, but I honestly think it, I might like it better than Bloodborne, which is my favorite Souls game before then. Um, it's really, really good. I've been enjoying it a lot. If you like Souls games, play Sekiro. If you like difficult games, play Sekiro, because again, this game is probably the hardest Souls game, in my opinion. Um, it's been kicking my butt, but I have been loving every minute of it. I heard uh, that uh, it takes a lot of inspiration from one of From Software's earlier series, uh, Tenchu. Yes, yeah, that too. So it's not only just like run around, fight enemies, it's also like be stealthy about it. Mm -hmm. Because you are Shinobi, you have ninja skills, you have like, you know, you do ninjutsu, you do... Um, like samurai bushido skills as well so basically like it's a mix of you know that you know one-on-one -on -one sword fighting con combat and also sneaking around like almost like in the arkham games picking off enemies one by one not letting them see you all that hmm. it's really really cool the way they do it um it's a fantastic mix of both stealth and like full-on combat nice to hear it's good um yeah, yeah that's it no sarah this week no argyle this week so Pokemon is on break again. Yeah. Um, uh, back to the yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! Maybe? Episode 59, Courageous Gamble, Spin, Roulette Spider. The ESP Duelist Part 2. Okay. <laughs> um, my first note here is, now Jinzo has a nice hat. 
Oh yeah, he gets this thing called Amplifier, which just continuously boosts his attack power. <laughs> That's busted, dude. Mm-hmm. It like it gives you 500 attack when you first put it on, and then 300 attack every turn after that, and that's like pot of greed levels of nasty. Yeah, like uh, I'm, pr- I wouldn't be surprised if that was a banned card. Also, I do recall like Jinzo can destroy trap cards, and he yeah yeah that the one Joey was planning to use. Yeah, that was what happened at the end of the last episode. Um, so like yeah, Jinzo shows up and just like completely destroys Jinochi's setup. Um, <clears throat> I have a note here that says he's baby call nine one one, but I forget what that was a reference to. I think one of them calls someone a baby. Huh. I don't know. That joke was probably really funny if I can remember what it was. I mean, about. There is a baby Esperoba, and it's is baby. They all look the same. Yeah. Um. So let's see. We do. There is like another shot of the Esperobas, so maybe that's what it is. Because yeah. they mention that he is now actually winning without cheating, and but he's still keeping up the psychic act for intimidation. Right? Yeah, he he's like you know I don't need to cheat to win, and like basically trying to get into Genoti's mind and say maybe I wasn't cheating after all. Um, so now Genoti tries his good old strategy of time wizard because. You know, Jinzo's a machine monster, so if if Time Wizard activates, Jinzo would get his attack halved because he's made of metal, right? Right. Um, I didn't think Time Wizard was going to work, but it did work. But it also didn't work <laughs> because yeah. Jinzo is Jinzo's rust proof, apparently. Yeah, he's made he's, of he's a like okay. He's made of excuse me. He's made of a dye titanium metal which won't age or rust for a thousand years. <laughs> okay, <laughs> checks out. Also, interesting to note, Thousand Dragon is standing up now, but wasn't he, like, on all fours in Season 1? Yeah. Yeah, so even Thousand Dragon is different in Season 2. Hmm. We're all going through changes. <laughs> uh, we um, Let's see, we get another shot of Tristan and Serenity, and, like, Serenity... Uh, Tristan's, like, freaking out, but he's trying to keep it cool. And mm-hmm. he continues to lie, but then, like, Serenity has to, like, get her vitals, so, like, Tristan has to step out for a bit. Uh, then, like, while Tristan's out, Serenity, like, tells, asks the nurse, hey, how's the duel going? <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. She's like, I don't trust Honda. Can you help me? Yeah. And, hey, duel's not going great for Genochi. Yeah. Also, uh, Taya met up with, uh, with, uh, Solomon Moto. Grandpa asshole. He, like, sneaks up and, like, puts his hands over her eyes and is like, guess who? I hate him so much. I hate this stupid old man. He sucks. Why does he have to suck so much? I hate him so much! Oh my god. He's the true villain of Yu-Gi-Oh! Um... But Anzu, she gets a phone call. Um, I forget who it's from. Uh... Maybe it's from Yami or from Honda. But hmm. her ringtone is the OP, like the current OP. It's like a little clip of that. Yeah, that was, there was like a neat little ringtone. It was good. It, it, I was like, whoa, it was, it was very weird. It was, um, ah, shoot. What's the word when a song is being played in media, but it's like in universe? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what the term oh, is. Damn. Maybe like show within a show i don't know there's an actual term for it that i've heard a lot and i completely forget oh well pretend i know it um so yeah shizuka is like you know giving out big sister energy where where um and and, like the duel is still happening but basically she's like says to honda you know hey you don't need a you know like sugarcoat it for me he's my brother like i still believe in him even when things are rough so let's just like watch the duel and tell me what's happening for real now because i still believe in him yeah it's good. I love her. Also, let's see. Uh, Joe uses scapegoat, which makes four little goats who have to get sacrificed. Those poor goats. Yeah. Th- yes. Basically, scapegoat is four free hits mm-hmm. that Jinoji can take before he actually starts like taking life point damage. Yeah. Um, and they're just like these like sad little sleepy Pac-Man color- ghost colored things yeah. that just like get annihilated immediately. It's very sad. This is so sad. Like if you cry every time. <laughs> so, like if you cry every time. 
Then um, Esperoba summons Reflect Bound, which reflects attacks, and Jinzo keeps amplifying. Two of the scapegoats are destroyed. Uh, Esperoba says, like, Joey's career is getting bleak, is bleak and getting bleaker, and he does, like, these two sums down motions. Do you know what he said in the sub? Um, he says grovel before me. Why does everyone want Jinochi to be groveling before them? Huh. It's it's this very strange common theme, and I don't know why. It's but yeah, it's like not really anything specifically related to the thumbs down thing. He's just like, hey, you suck, I'm better than you. Okay. Get yeah. good, kid. So, like, Tay and Solomon Moto show up to tell Joey what Serenity said when she called her off screen, which is... Right. You two are a team forever, and she believes in you, so don't even think about giving up. And honestly, as good as this moment was, I wish it didn't happen, because I really wanted to see Jinochi win a duel by himself without anyone else showing up and like giving him advice or inspiration. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I'm good with it so far, because there hasn't been like actual advice. Like A lot of it is like showing Joey's growth by figuring out the strategies without anyone having to like hint or tell him. Right, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I just want to see a duel where someone wins and, like, nobody else is there. It's just, like, them right. purely motivating themselves to do it. Right. So, But still, it's nice. What happens next is, like, is, like, uh, Jinzo, or Joey uses a roulette spider. Right, he hard the cards roulette spider, which is the exact card he needed. Yep. It, it, it yells, spider, and face huggers Jinzo. Huh. So, yeah, it does that, and, like, Jinzo runs into the middle of the dueling arena, which creates a spin wheel that is supposed to spin until Esperoba has to pick where it lands. Depending on where it lands, it can hit either himself, the scapegoats, Joey, directly, or Reflect. And so, like, there's, like, this all this, like, big suspenseful scene where they have to find out where... Who it, who it hits, and uh, Jinzo gets Reflect Border, which reflects mm. onto Jinzo, and this destroys both of them, which means Esperoba loses all of his life points. Yep, it was, it was, and this is like the, the, the this is, you know, the, the bullshit of the episode, because it, it hits the Reflect thing, but Jinzo's attack is so powerful by this point that it can't fully reflect Jinzo's attack and gets destroyed itself, yeah. so Esperoba loses the life points from that. Which, okay, sure, you pulled that one, but fine, I'll allow it. Um, we get a very happy scene of everyone celebrating Anzu hugs grandpa. Don't do that, Anzu. Please don't touch that man. He makes a weird face. He does make a weird face. I hate it. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Um, yeah, we, we get a quote from, I believe, Yami that says, his tenacity brought him luck. And, like, if that ain't Genochi, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just, like... Make your own luck. So, Esperoba starts breaking down because now his brothers are doomed to be bullied and, like... Yeah. Joey says, no, no, it's... It doesn't have to be like that. And, like, he tries to help him up, but, like, Esperoba pushes him away and, like, his earpiece falls out. Mm -hmm. And we hear, like, the brothers telling him that they believe in him and, like, it doesn't matter if he lost... Uh, right yeah like he, you're still a good duelist even when you aren't cheating yeah it's uh, good like yami like looks off in the distance and and it's like happy for him and like there's just like esperoba decides he's gonna play legit from now on uh joey says smell you later and <laughs> he gets the jinzo card and yeah. they talk about how they're like because they both need like their siblings and their friends to support each other yeah, it's, like, a really good ending because, yeah. you know, he's not, like... It, it's like in the beginning of JoJo uh, Part 4 where all the stand users eventually become their friends yeah. because it's, like, you're not a bad guy. You're just kind of an ass. But, like, with the power of friendship, you're good again. Yeah. It's, I like I like to see it. I'm yeah. happy about it. Um, he, he says he's going to drop the Esper from his title because he's not... He doesn't have ESP. He's just going to go by Roba now. Huh. Um, so he's like, yeah, I'm just Roba. Um, please, sir. Esper was my dad. Call me Roba. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's basically it. You know, it's like the first official dual battle city was a pretty good one. Yeah. I like to see it. 
Yeah, it was pretty good. So yeah. So uh, next up is Beyond Toon World. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Toon World. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah. So for this one, I decided to like look up. Esperoba's voice actor, and he's also Rex Raptor's voice actor. His name is Sebastian Arcellus. Okay, uh, good name. He is 42 years old. He he grew up in New York and is... His maternal grandparents were... Uh, was a... Uh, her... Were a uh, Mark... I believe this is Marquise de Villaforsta and Princess Catherine Ivanova. Uh, no, wait. Yeah, Ivanovna, who was... Ivanovna. Yeah, the daughter of Prince John Konstantinovich uh, and Princess Helen, who were... And she is she was the last member of the House of Romanov before the Russian Revolution. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, he's, like, he did, like, a bunch of, like, voice acting. It looks like mostly, mostly in, like, the early 2000s. Uh, he played a number of four kids' roles, including, uh, uh, let's see. Including, uh, well, honestly, outside of these two, no one big. Uh, but, uh, Yo Asakura from Shaman King, I guess, and, uh. Rex Owen from Dinosaur King, which is a character will a character from a Pokemon knockoff that four kids did a dub of. Is the main character named Rex? No, he's the supporting side character. He's like the pseudo rival character. I have seen Dinosaur King. It's D- it's kind does- of it's a little wild. It's not the most <laughs> wild I've seen a a knockoff show get, but it's decently entertaining. Does the main character have a dinosaur pun in their name? Uh, let me just double check. No, his name's Max. Uh, hey, that's my name. Yeah. What's your favorite dinosaur, Dan? Um, I honestly don't know. Maybe the raptor. Hell yeah, mine's an ankylosaurus. Mm. I don't really have was, anywhere to go. That was, was just my curious. favorite when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I really liked Ankylomon from the mm. Digimons. So He was cool. Let's see. So no other like notable roles yeah. for them or uh, anything? No, well, not in voice acting. Oh? Because it turns like out segue. he's actually an an accomplished uh, actor in Broadway and on Netflix. He played a uh, let's see, he played a uh, Fiero in the first national tour of Wicked. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. Uh in 2006. Uh, he, he was in, he's, he was, uh, he played the role of Lucas Goodwin in the Netflix TV series House of Cards. Uh, okay. he's currently a character in the CBS drama Madam Secretary. Uh, it looks like he married his, one of his co-stars in Wicked in October of 2007. Uh... This is the second person who's like gone on to very big Broadway roles. Yeah, I'm First starting to think was... this is a gateway. Oh, okay. It looks like I, it was missing some bits here and there, but like I said, there's nothing super big outside of the actual big stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, not a whole lot of voice acting, but like I said, being in House of Cards and Wicked and. Having an accomplished career outside of voice acting. Yeah. Yeah. We love to see it. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. Semper funny. Semper funny. Uh, so now, <clears throat> we have a couple questions now. Um, we put out the call when the episode started, and we got a bunch of new ones. Yeah. So, thank you to everyone who sent in questions. Um, first one today comes from friend of the show, Jake, mm-hmm. who asks, I mean, I know he's just a kid, but let's face it. Mokuba is incompetent at his job. Let's pick a better commissioner. On the flip side, who do you think would be the worst person for the job? Hmm. I think the best person for the job, well, 
Let's limit it to characters we already know in Yu-Gi-Oh! proper. Let's say... I feel like Kimo... No. What if... What if Kaiba just somehow got a... a croquet back in there? <laughs> croquet would be good. He's a stickler. Yeah. I was going to say Season 0 Honda. Mm, yes. He's... He is so uptight about everything, he would be a really good commissioner. Yeah. Assuming he would learn the rules, which he wouldn't. But ideally, Season 0 Honda. Yeah. Um, The worst would be Kaiba. I mean... Kaiba I, doesn't care about cheating. I think that's why he hired his brother to do it, so he could just say no. Yeah. It's not a conflict of interest if it's your sibling. <laughs> it's, there we, there, it's like, there we go. It's like that one bit from Mabim Bam where Griffin says, like... The only people who can stop him from steal- stealing are the cops or his dad. <laughs> and you're neither later man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Anonymous asked, card games on motorcycles? Um, it's a yes from me. Yes. Yes. God, I'm looking so for... Much. God, 5Ds is pretty great. There, the 5Ds? I- yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Dodge, dip, duck, dive, and dodge. How we made that joke before. I don't think we have. I just remember what 5Ds actually stands for, which is... five dragons, right? Yeah, because, like, the five main characters, although only three of them are really important, have dragon cards. We already got a five-headed dragon in this this, uh, last season, Yeah. Wow. Uh, Turns out Yu-Gi-Oh! has a lot of dragon motifs. Yeah. Big, dumb dragons. Uh... (laughs) I do remember that something that does come up, an actual thing, source of risk in 5Ds is just fucking up and crashing your bike. I was going to ask. I hope that happens a lot because that would be very good to see. I can't remember a lot of the details, but I do remember like the big like cyberpunk dystopia city they live in has like a special highway just for dueling. And, like, regular cars aren't allowed on it. Now that's a highway to the Shadow Realm. Yeah. If ever I've heard of one. Uh, um, next one. So next question. Oh, yeah, you got this. Next one is from Scooter Lewis. Uh, uh, if you had to win a duel at any cost and decided to cheat, how would you do it? Hmm. Um, I would take the Lucy pill. Hmm. So I could just make the cards whatever I want to. I don't know what Lucy's about, but that's what I think it's about. Hmm. I would unlock my brain. I would just... Hmm. I would say just get a gun, but we've proven before that that can't work with super-powered Egyptians, so... Yeah, only Sarah and I could use a gun, because you're watching the dub, and we're watching the sub. Yeah. So, I would say... Hmm. You could also... Sharpen your dual disc to a blade. <laughs> Those things are probably already incredibly dangerous as is. I would probably just grab the cards out of their hand and tell them to forfeit. Like, just walk up to them and, like, just just grab their cards and throw them. Just straight-up intimidation tactics. Yeah. 52 card pickup. <laughs> uh, do we want to um, go over these last two or save them for later? Um, no, let's, 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 let's go over them, because yeah. we can get a lot from next week if we t- say to uh, the voice actors beforehand. Um, yeah. Anonymous asked, why Espa doesn't just make Jinzo be daddy? Jinzo mm. is daddy. I can't believe Espa's dad is Jinzo. Jin- Jinzo is daddy, confirmed. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> Anonymous said to Pot of Greed, with how much Joey's deck relies on gambling, do you think he'll get... Grow up to get an addiction? And how can Yuki save him? Hmm. I think he won't only because his personality isn't defined by that. You see all these other duelists um, who are, you know, like, Meku Tsunami is a fish man, so his deck is all water creatures. Like, I'm sure that we'll get, like, some, like, weird casino duelist who's, like, you know, all gambling-based. Jinochi's deck, I wouldn't say is gambling-based, is more just, like, grab bag-based, and Jinochi is just, like, a hodgepodge of a human being. Hmm. So he won't get addicted to gambling. He's just, that's just how he is. <laughs> I think Yugi would give an emotional speech about, about 
requiring strategy and yeah maybe and maybe a low stakes version of a yamino game so a game where he kicks <laughs> joey's ass a game a normal no game mm. um so yeah that's that's it for questions thank you everyone who sent them in yep um and that's it for us yeah uh, um i've been max you can find me on Twitter at MaxiBajillion and on Tumblr at MaxiBajillion. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, Dan Silva. You can find me on Twitter at, at Mike underscore Dawson was a zero. You can find my comedy blog at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, today is happy Rang Panchami, Xbox. Uh, you, I like to do a little plug, so this time I'm plugging... Uh, Linksmith Games, that is Riley yeah. Hopkins' uh, tabletop RPG brand. Uh, there, there are, he has released two new games since since the last time I brought him up. Uh, one is anime is real and also and it's my boyfriend. And it's true. The final version, the full release of Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwined, which is a Kingdom Hearts inspired uh tabletop rpg Um, it's based on powered by the apocalypse right yeah it's built and powered by the apocalypse right it is oh it's incredible yeah congratulations riley yeah you can find those games at linksmithgames.com or my mother can go to (laughs) hell.com oh that's good yeah um yeah we've been pot of greed yeah um twitter at pot of greed cast tumblr podagreed.tumblr.com if you would like to guest on an episode please let us know either dm us on twitter message us on tumblr um we have a discord that you can join discord links are in the episode descriptions um yeah please you know send us questions every week to talk to us on discord you want to be on the episode we'll we'll get you on it's a fun thing we got going and we would love to have people take part in it Mm -hmm. Uh, um yeah that's pretty much all we got for this one yeah uh, I place my card face down and and end my podcast. Good night, Battle Shitty. Good night, Battle Shitty. Free Roy, Semper Funny. Free, free Roy, Free Liar, Semper Funny. Um, Peace out, Girl Scout. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> <laughs>